Critics say the Perfect Pair podcast is a marriage and relationship fixer. Okay. You messed up, you messed up. And I finally had to just say, you know what, I messed up. And right. I left it alone. And then we good. But are we good? Because you still bringing the crap up. <laughs> right. So we obviously ain't good. We good. You having a Will Smith moment. <laughs> Wait, no. The reason why I'm saying. Don't I need to slap the hell out of you. I right wish now. you would. See us two <laughs> fighting on this podcast today. <laughs> what? You lost your damn mind. Download, subscribe anywhere you get podcasts and watch on YouTube. What's up, great girlfriends? Are you an NYC creator, blogger, influencer, speaker, or coach? Do you need fresh on-brand lifestyle photos for your business and social media? Introducing Daniela Monet Photography. Custom branded sessions and commissioned stock photos for budget-conscious pros. Head over to her website right now at www.daniellamone.com. That's www.daniellamone.com. Welcome to the Great Girlfriends Podcast, where we discuss life, love, laughter, and everything in between. We're your hosts. I'm Sybil Amuti. And I'm Brandis Daniel. And we have a third great girlfriend with us today. Oh my God, I'm so hyped. This is my first podcast. This is amazing. I feel like 2017 cool or something. Oh, I love it. I do. I do. We're so excited to have you. Yes. So this is like a year overdue. It is. We have a lot of things that are actually overdue. We do. We do. We do. Not to put put it on blast. We we do. A few things overdue. (laughs) We do. See, you got pressure now. It's all good. I'm ready. I'm ready. I love it. So, so funny story. I was at an awards luncheon mm-hmm. and well first of all I used to go out in New York all the time and people would say do you know Carlene oh you're from Memphis do you know Carlene and Carlene was literally like famous in my head <laughs> <laughs> yes do you know Carlene do you know Carlene and then we honored Kalana Barfield with Harlem's Fashion Road last year mm-hmm. and we're at a luncheon and she goes you're from Memphis oh my god you have to meet my friend Carlene and I was like, I cannot tell you how many times I have heard of the famous Carlene. That is so funny. She said, well, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to introduce you guys, and you have to connect. She texted me while she was there, actually. She did. Oh, you know, Brandon, she's from Memphis. And I was like, I've heard of Harlem Fashion Rod, and I know she was from Memphis. That's yes. so cool. And so we finally got together, and that was on a Tuesday. Yes. And I remember the day we got together because I was parking and I was so pregnant that I almost started to cancel. She, you were because good and pregnant. I, I, I didn't was, realize that she was like pregnant like that. I was <laughs> so pregnant. And I remember being like, how am I going to walk this block and a half? Oh I parked in a garage as close as I could get. But uh-huh. I was just like, she don't even know how I'm struggling just to get across the street. Who <laughs> drives in New York? Well, you do when you're seven months pregnant. <laughs> I drove everywhere. Once I got, once I hit seven months, I didn't ride the subway anywhere. No, no, you shouldn't be. I, dro- I drove everywhere, and then that was on a Tuesday, and then I went into labor with Sky on a Saturday. It wasn't that week. Yeah. It was that week. <laughs> oh yeah, God, it was, that was a wild week. She was like, "I have a baby." I was like, "What? I just saw you the other day." <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yes. Oh my gosh. So crazy. Yes. So here oh, we are. So we're so excited. Welcome, Welcome yes. to our world. I'm very hyped. This is the first time we've had a guest from Memphis. Is it? Born and raised. Wow. Uh, I'll edit that out. We actually <laughs> did have one. I forgot all the power. That's a shame. That's, that says a lot. Um, this is the first time that we've had a Memphian that's moved to New York. Yes. On our podcast. Yes. And who's like living out the New York life to the fullest. Yes. Yes. Bringing all that Memphis forward. So all of I it. love it. I love it too. All of it. Cornbread fed and all yes. of it. Oh my goodness. All of that. So, so girlfriends, what you guys don't know is that we just finished chowing down on like Fried chicken, macaroni, greens, yams. We had hot plates. Yeah. <laughs> Do Scott, not tell Scott, my trainer. This was a long time ago. All these trainers, this was a long time ago. Do not tell it's my trainer. It's the past. It's the past. <laughs> but we had a full on yes. chow down. Right. So, Carlene, we could do, like, that whole formal bio, but we don't like to do that. Okay. We like for you to tell people oh my who you are. Who am I? Um, 
Everybody listening, uh, my name is Carlene Roy. I am the founder of The Vanity Group. So I'll give you the skinny. So The Vanity Group is a lifestyle agency, but pretty much what we do, we do rock star things for rock star people. So all the crazy requests that you think that you're famous or your favorite celebrity would have, they come to our agency and we fulfill it, to, fulfill it for them. So whether they want a red carpet event in 24 hours or they are stuck on a yacht in Central Pay and they need a helicopter to get to Ricardo Tisi's birthday party in Ibiza in an hour, they call us and we make it happen for them. Wow. And that's I what I do. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love yeah. it. How insane is your world? My world is pretty insane. <laughs> I never know when I'm coming or going. I never make my own personal plans in advance like people are like when are you coming home for xyz i'm like yo i'll buy the ticket today they're like you so famous why can't you get your ticket 14 days in advance i'm like there's so much in my world that can happen within 14 days i never have advance notice to do anything i'd probably be so much more great if i had time to plan and produce things but the nature of my business because we primarily do work with celebrities they operate in their own yes. world, yes. and we work around them. So a lot of times, mm-hmm. I don't know what if when I'm coming or going. Honestly, wow. the only thing I make time to do is get my nails done. I have an appointment <laughs> for that all the time. That is definitely on my schedule. But other than that, I, I don't know. I do I not know. I love it. So tell us how you started Memphis. Okay. And then you build out to the vanity group. Oh, wow. Give us that journey. How much time do we have? Girl, this is your show. Oh, wow. <laughs> Finally. Jesus, no. Um, so, yeah, I grew up in Memphis. I'm a proud Memphian. Um, anybody listening from Memphis, I went to Central High School, which is the high, best yes. high school oh, in Lord, all of Memphis. Yes, oh, Lord. I was, yes, I was a cheerleader at um, Central. I was on a Palm Squad. I was very popular. So, you know, I was like the cool girl <laughs> in high school. I'm joking. I'm it. joking. But, um, no, grew up in Memphis. My parents were very much, like, rooted in the community. Um, graduated from Central. Um, oh, in between time, my mom sent me to, like, TSU every summer, like for summer camp, different type of summer camp. So shout out to everybody that went to Tennessee State. Um, So graduated from Central and went to the most amazing college there is in the world, Howard University. Um, (laughs) We'll let that slide. I'm just going to tell you. We'll let it slide. If you're you're trying to go, if if it's all about black excellence and the legacy, and that's all what Howard is about. Do um, Do you want me to tell you what I tell people about Howard? What? You guys have to see this hand on her hip <laughs> moment. I'm number one cheerleader for Howard. I said if Sky is very sheltered and she needs to go somewhere where she can learn how to hustle, you I will send her to you Howard. You get the hustle from Howard. Yeah. You get hustle yeah. from yeah. Howard. Yeah. Howard, y'all yeah. Hustle. It's true. Hustle. Uh-huh. Everything is a hustle at yes. Howard. But we hustle with style. You got to style and grace. We hustle with style. So went to Howard, which was, I think you have key decisions that you make in your life that shape your world. And mm-hmm. um, choosing to go to Howard was one of the most amazing decisions that I've ever made and life-changing. It was just really awesome to be at a school and I think Central was like this too where you have everybody that's like competitive and you have this great energy because everybody wants to be the best I remember Mm -hmm. being at Central and everybody's like I'm going to Spelman or I'm going to FAM or I'm going to X, Y, and Z like you were always surrounded by winners so it was great to get to Howard and Mm -hmm. everybody was like wherever you were from if you was a hot person from Detroit or Atlanta or Memphis or whatever you were from, you came to Howard and it was this nucleus of black excellence, which I thought mm. was just so amazing and super dope. So at Howard, um, I'm an Alpha Chapter AKA, so shout out to all my AKAs who are hey, hey. listening. Um, and that was amazing, life changing for me too. Um, I come from a family of AKAs and sororers. I was always around AKAs. Growing up, my mom pinned every girl on my block. What? Oh, wow. Yeah, so their moms That's weren't amazing. Greek and they all wanted to be AKAs because of my mother. So, That's so as amazing. a kid, I was going to pinning ceremonies and step shows and volunteering. Like, I was always around Greek life. So, like, growing up, my life was like Cosby show in a different world. Just so oh, I was wow. always going to be, like, in that environment. So, went to Howard. While I was at Howard, 
and it's so crazy. I was in the Lynx Cotillion. Shout out to the Lynx out there. Oh, I love it. I was in the Lynx Cotillion. I was home recently, and I looked in the program, and it said, Carly Roy, she's going to Howard. She wants to be a dermatologist at that <laughs> time. Because <laughs> I yes. feel like it's central. Everybody was like, I'm going to be a doctor. Oh, I'm yes, going to be a lawyer, yes, all yes, this. And I was like, yes, oh, I'm going to yes, do it too. Yes. But I knew that I always wanted to do something with like, beauty or aesthetic or mm -hmm. and I was like oh I'm going to be a dermatologist mm -hmm. got to Howard took biology completely I either failed it or yes. I dropped out I was like oh all this you gotta yes. know how to do all this no yeah. thank you it is not for me so I was a biology major for all of like five minutes yes. um and I was undecided with what I wanted to do for so long the concept of going to college and being a 17 or 18 year old mm. child and someone saying decide right yes. now what you want to do for the rest of your life yes. is crazy it to is. me yes. it's so much pressure yeah. it's so much yeah. pressure and it's like you don't know it's like yeah i want to be a dermatologist i read about it it's cool right, i want to be a right, doctor right, but right. i was like you don't know what you want to do so anybody out there that's in college and you don't know yet it is okay it's you right, do right. not need to have Absolutely. all the answers That's right so now good. so yeah i was undecided my major for a long time just like being an aka being on the step team and being a cheerleader my, my dad was like what are you going to major in my dad is a business owner he's very like if it don't make dollars it don't make sense you go to school you be a Teacher, you be you be something that we know what it is. Like you can't just be making up careers. <laughs> so the fact that I'm doing this, my dad's like, this is the craziest thing he ever heard of. So I actually took a sociology class, and I was like, I love this. Like I was into like studying the groups of people. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna be a sociology major. So I'm studying my sociology. And I didn't have a minor. They're like, uh, ma'am, you need a minor. By the way, I was a super senior. I was in Howard for five years because I did not know what I wanted to do. Uh -oh. Cost my parents a lot of hard-earned money. I did not have no scholarships. It was just straight daddy, just please help me pay my tuition. <laughs> um, so studying for my major classes, I was actually in um, at Howard at the iLab. Anybody that's at Howard that was like the thing to do we had like a fancy place where it was like tvs and macbooks it was the coolest thing that ever happened to us so it was in the iLab and sex in the city was on uh -huh. and i was looking at um samantha and i said i don't know what she does but she's fly and she's bossy and she's about business and my line sister was next to me and she said she's a publicist I had never heard what a publicist is or what they do. I'm like, what? Put me on. What is that? Like, I didn't know what it was. Um, and she's like, oh, you have to, it's public relations. I went the next day and I was like, my minor is public relations. Um, I, that's how imp impressionable I was. But I was like, whatever she is, like, I just gravitated to. I was like, she looked strong yeah. she was bossy she was very polished and yeah. put herself together and she had a cool career mm -hmm. which i thought was a cool career um so after graduating from howard i wanted to look for a job in public relations i knew i didn't want to be in dc because i didn't want to do like the political thing my dad was like you come back to memphis you go to st Girl. louis you go to chicago <laughs> you go to cities we know of that's safe and i was like um i want to move to new york and against all of his wills they my parents watched law and order they like you gonna get killed don't go to new york it's dangerous don't get on the subway right. all this i'm like i'm going to new york is that every memphis yes, yes. that we all heard the same yes. my dad my was dad like begged me be not to he, yeah <laughs> He begged me not to come to New York. Yes. He told me about all the rats and the Girl. mouse and yes. everything. They have people yes. praying for me. All yes. of that. Yes. Yeah, we know. So after school, I applied for every job there was, and there's just no response, and I didn't get the job. So I was hustling and asking people. I just did not know what to do, and I met a girl. She worked at Def Jam. And she worked in public relations. I was like, please, can you hire me? She's like, we're not hiring, but you can come be my intern. Mm -hmm. And I was like, great. So me going back to tell my parents, I'm moving to New York with no job. <laughs> and I'm going to intern at a record label. My mm -hmm. dad was like, okay, now you're really crazy. Like, you don't have, my parents are always thinking, you know, in hindsight, they just want the best for you. My dad yeah. was like, how are you going to live? Mm -hmm. My dad, you don't have no insurance. You don't have a business car. You just, what, what a grown, <laughs> grown interning at Def Jam. And I was like, yeah, I but I recognized the opportunity. I was like, I have mm -hmm. to start someplace. And everybody was like, I would never move to New York. Like, you don't have any, like, income. What are you going to do? So I really had a Kanye West experience. I packed my 
car, sent the car back to Memphis. I got a U-Haul truck, packed all my boxes and crates of my college life in D.C., and I drove the U-Haul truck by myself from Washington, D.C. to New York City, found a storage unit. I had a girlfriend who lived here. I crashed on her couch, and I started interning at Def Jam. So getting coffee, everything that an intern does, getting coffee, making phone calls, copy, whatever it is that an intern did, I was just so happy to be in the building. Like, yeah. I was there early. Like, in those days, the record label, you work very late at night. So I would be there early in the morning. I would stay late at night. I walked one day in the rain to go get cupcakes for... LL Cool J, I ain't care. Like, my shoe heel was breaking on the street. Like, I did not care. I was just happy for the experience and that they asked me to do it. So after my time at Def Jam interning, I got a job working for Neo. He had just got signed to Def Jam, so I was his first assistant. And I was the only assistant at the company. He literally got signed, like, on a Monday. They hired me, like, Monday night at 8 p.m. So (laughs) I was the first assistant. I was learning how to do invoices. I was learning how to work with an artist and Mm -hmm. what that meant to move with an artist. And I was going to buy him hats, and I was going to the jeweler to pick up jewelry. I was sending invoices. Didn't even know what an invoice was. But I was the only person in the company at that time. And, again, just happy to be in the building interface my dad you hear my dad a lot in the story my dad <laughs> how you don't have no business car you ain't got no insurance <laughs> you don't have no insurance they paying you cash like he just was not here for any that of it yeah my dad was like he didn't believe it unless you had a business car he's so old school um so i got a job i started looking for a job i started listening to my dad like maybe i should have something that's more stable and um, from there I was working at Sony Records mm. and I worked at Sony and copyright and publishing so for everybody out there who wants to be in the music industry there's so many things you can do in music so you see I was mm. a intern I was an assistant for a new artist no one knew who Neo was at that time and then at Sony I was working in copyright so this is the business side of music so you just can't mm-hmm. get on a record and start singing like yes. there's so many red tapes and paperwork that you need to go through in order to get an album that you hear on the radio. So I was working there during the day and at night I would volunteer all over town, different entertainment PR agencies. I would volunteer at Violator Management, which was a very Mm -hmm. popular um, music management um, company at that time. So I would go to Violator and I would just do whatever they needed me to do. So I would help them get Missy's tour together or Busta was working on something and they needed something brought to the studio, I would do that. If it was about to be a press junket for whoever the artist was, like I was just there like hungry, like whatever y'all need me to do, like Mm -hmm. please, just please, I just trying to get my foot in the door. (laughs) So at that time, Violator, they actually were managing Puff at the time, Chris Lighty. So I actually Mm -hmm. interviewed to be Mona's assistant, Mona Scott. Mona was not into it. I didn't get the job from Mona. I was like, I'm still here to help. Like, so I still came every day, like, whatever they wanted me to do. And the girls at Violator who were, like, the higher-ups and Chris Lighty, um, who has passed away, they were like, we don't know what you can do here, but Puff is actually, Puff's office is actually looking for an assistant. I was like, this is the thing I have dreamed about my whole life. Like, this is the job. This is the moment. Didn't get the job at first. (laughs) They was like, no, no, no. Then they brought me back and I interviewed to be the assistant to the president of Bad Boy, who was Harf Pierre. This is is an important lesson too. When they initially called me, it was to be Harv's assistant, but They were like, no, she needs to meet with Mr. Combs. So I always tell people, take the meeting. Yes. So this is a gem that I'm dropping to you guys. You never know what's going to lead from just, like, taking the meeting. Because I could have been like, I don't want to be, I really want to work for Puff, but Uh I I took the meeting. Then end up, I didn't even work for Mr. Combs at first. I was actually the assistant to the chief of staff. And not, she was amazing. Her name is Dia Sims. Um, you guys oh. should look at her. So, yeah, yeah, Dia is amazing. She's a, definitely a pit bull in a skirt. And mm-hmm. a lot a lot of her is in me. Um, mm-hmm. People give me, like, rave reviews of how I work. I'm like, it's actually, I'm a little Dia, if you really want to know. <laughs> so, yeah, I interviewed, and I was Dia's assistant in the chief of staff's office. Dia was the first person in, and she was the last person to leave. So, mm-hmm. in those days, we would be at work 
at Bad Boy to maybe three, four in the morning. Mm-hmm. And if Dia left at four, I left at four fifteen. Like yeah. I never wanted to leave before my boss. Yeah. And then the opportunity came to be Mr. Combs' assistant, and I actually had to step to him and have a conversation. He had an assistant, and she was um, she had left. And I noticed that he needed help. Like, mm-hmm. there was no one there to kind of, like, help with his schedule. And I was doing it. I was just inheriting the work. And he was in his office, and I was so scared. And I walked in there, and I was like, hi, Mr. Combs. I don't know if you know me or recognize me, but I'm Dia's assistant. Because then you you just didn't walk up in his office like, yeah. yo, what up, Puff? Like, it yeah. wasn't any of that at all. Like, it really was run like a executive office. We had a chief of staff we had a cmo like there was levels to this you just yes. didn't walk up in like mr combs office like you couldn't mm-hmm. even get to the floor the sixth floor shout out to the sixth floor if you guys <laughs> ever see if you guys ever see like on instagram and social media you hear people say like oh the sixth floor like that was like holy grail if you were on the sixth floor and that's why i worked so i went to mr combs i was like i noticed that you are needing an assistant i just want to let you know like I'm here to help you. He was like, okay, cool, turn around, and he left. I was like, my face was on the ground. Like, what did I do? I failed. Oh, my God. And then I got an email the next day, like, I need a jet from here to there. And from there, that's pretty much how I started working for him. So I never even, like, officially, like, transitioned. He just kind of stole me. And I think Dia was like, did he really just steal my assistant? Like, (laughs) did this really happen? But he's the boss. He can do what he wants. So... I worked at Bad Boy. I was Mr. Combs' um, senior executive assistant. So to all you guys out there, there's levels to even being an assistant. You yeah. can be a personal assistant. You can be an administrative assistant. So an executive assistant, especially like a senior executive assistant, you pretty much are the nucleus to the chairman's world. Mm-hmm. So any move that he makes, anything that needs to be scheduled, it goes through. It would have to go through me. So it was mm-hmm. my job to interface with all the Internal business partners, all the external business partners, any moving around. Like, there was not a step that Mr. Combs was going to make without me having to facilitate it. Mm. And it's so funny. I love researching jobs for, like, higher-ups. And I realized that I was doing a job of a million people because President Obama, he has a scheduler. He has someone who does the travel. You have an assistant mm-hmm. that does social. You have an assistant that does the I was like, oh, I was doing all of this yes. for this one man, right. and he is the notoriously known as the you know hardest working man in show business. Yes. So that was my job. I loved it. It was amazing. All the crazy things that you can think of that happens with working with someone like Mr. Combs, I was. it was my job to get it done for him. But working there, it also is... They say if you work at Bad Boy for like one year, it's like a thousand dog years. Because you just work. It's just you work so long. So I was his assistant for six years, and it was wow. an amazing experience. Yeah. Um, 6,000 dog years. Yeah, 6,000 dog years. And shout out to me. Puff has said a few times, like, Carlene is one of the best assistants that I ever had. Let me yeah. Say. And that coming from, yeah, that, from him. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Let me just say this because y'all can't see it. Her skin is tight and fresh. She don't look tired. <laughs> Those dog ears are yeah. not showing up. She is just as radiant as she oh was. Oh my god! I got some tricks for that too. So we can talk about beauty <laughs> secrets when you're on she the go and beautiful. Thank you when you're having to roll with the boys. I I learned how to get dressed very quickly because uh-huh. I was always usually the only girl. Mm-hmm. So the boys get dressed. We right. on a jet. They change and go. I'm like, wait, I need. Too, so I learned how to like get dressed mm-hmm. very quickly. I can do my makeup in the car, moving down the street, like <laughs> spanks, everything. Like yeah. I can do everything, like in the back of a car. Uh-huh. Um, so as I was working there, I realized that I did my job really well. And I was like, what's what's next? You know, like mm-hmm. I don't know if I wanted to like stay working at Bad Boy. I didn't, and I was just like kind of like in limbo to myself. Like, do I just want to be a lifelong assistant? And I knew I didn't want to do that. And I would look at some women who worked in the music industry and no disrespect, but I felt like that's all they had. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm so-and-so from MTV. I'm so-and-so mm-hmm. from BET. Or I'm, so, I'm like, okay, that's what you work, but that's not like who, who you, you are, are, you know? Yes. Like, But yes. I felt like I saw people who worked at certain companies for so long, and it's just like that defined them. Right. Uh-huh. And I thought that was whack, you know? I'm yeah. like, who wants to be that? Like, I look at that some people's... Whack. Instagram bio and it says like 
so-and-so at MTV is like, who are you? Like, that's right, where you work. Right. If MTV was to burn to the ground right now, like, who yeah, who are you? Who are you? Right. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. So absolutely. I was looking at women who worked in the business, and I knew early on, I was like, okay, I don't want to be that girl. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be an assistant forever because I was dying. Like, you physically, like, it is the hardest job in the world. I would tell anybody, if you have the opportunity, you absolutely should be an assistant. I think it's the greatest job because you learn so much. And if you're smart... You'll sponge everything if you have a mm-hmm. great boss. So look, was, let me let me ask you real quick. What was the most challenging thing you had to do at that job? Oh my god! <laughs> the most down. challenging thing that I had to do at Bad Boy, keeping up, mm-hmm. keeping up. He, Mr. Combs, has five million jobs, mm. licensees, six children, a mother. A hundred gazillion employees. Mm-hmm. I need to schedule. I have to meet with the prime minister of X, Y, and Z. I'm going to see President Obama. I'm going to. I had to do everything. So it really was keeping up and just having like endurance. Mm-hmm. I saw so many assistants under me at the business. They would come. They would work for a week and they would be fired or they would quit the next day because they honestly could not keep up with it. Mm-hmm. I never slept. If we were not together, like if Mr. Combs was in L.A. and I was in New York, I still had to be like on his time Mm -hmm. zone and he doesn't sleep and maybe he'll sleep during the day if he has time. So anytime he was up, I would have to be up. So it really was just keep it up. He really doesn't sleep. He does not sleep. Are you serious? He does not sleep. sleep. (laughs) Like ever. He doesn't sleep. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. And his days are kind of shifted. So when the rest of the world is asleep, He's, he's up. up. He's in the studio. He wants to roll calls. He wants to speak to so-and-so. I need to see Andre Leon Talley. Send him a car. I need to get him to the studio. So when he's wow. up, what I'm going to be like, I'm sleep, yo. Holler at me tomorrow. <laughs> you know, like, right. so you have to move mm-hmm. on his wavelength. So I mm-hmm. think my biggest challenge was just keeping up yeah. all those years. What wow. were some of the things you did to keep up, like, physically? How'd you? <sighs> were you coffee? Were you? We what? had a Red Bull. Shout out to Red Bull. We had a Red Bull refrigerator. <laughs> In Puff's office, and okay. all the assistants and all the poor interns, we would just go in there and drink all of them. Then I saw Puff one day drink a Rockstar Energy, mm-hmm. and we was like, this is the best thing of life, because you really did mm-hmm. like stay up <laughs> all day like a rock star. So it was that. Um, I would try to work out, but I tell you, during that time, I just had no time yeah. to do anything. Because he wasn't working out, you know, <laughs> how were you going to No, we would have to send emails like, in yoga for uh, for an hour if you need me. Like, you always had to alert the team when you yeah. were unavailable. Like, yeah. going to yoga. I couldn't be in, like, Bikram yoga, like, booking a jet, you know? So you had to <laughs> let people know. So there was yes. never no, like, I'm off the grid. Like, yeah. everybody's security, like, working out for an hour. Like, you had to mm-hmm. let the team know what you were doing because things were moving mm-hmm. right. so quickly. Um But I loved it. But, yeah, I was getting older. I was, like, reaching 30, and I was like, I cannot do this. Forever. But doing that that long, not that sleeping. Is. Yeah, not, not sleeping right. for six years. Yes. Like, for real though. Yes. <laughs> I love you. No. She goes, so, girl, so girlfriend, she goes, I was getting older. I was approaching 30. You got me and Brandon's <laughs> hanging on to the last leg of 30. Like, really? But I understand it though. When yes. you're not sleeping, you do feel like, yeah. right, you I'm getting old. Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, great girlfriends, we're inviting you to join us for the 2019 Doors and Disruptors Conference, June 13th through the 15th in New York City. This three-day event includes exciting receptions, life-changing panels, incredible mastermind groups, connections, and more. This year, we had over 100 great girlfriends from around the world connect with like-minded women and create incredible memories. Now, it's your turn to be a part of this exclusive event. Visit our website, www.thegreatgirlfriendsconference.com to grab an early bird ticket for yourself and your greatest girlfriend. We cannot wait to see you there. What's up, great girlfriends? It's Sybil here, and this pod mama has a pod baby. That's right, The Grace Podcast, which is a spiritual development podcast dedicated to helping you grow in your relationship with God through the Word of God. Listen in each week as we take your life, plug it into scriptures, and refresh it with biblical insights to make you more bold and brave each day. You can log on to my website, SybilAmudi.com, to catch up on the most recent episodes and leave your iTunes review. 
Thank you for listening. So I do want to go to something because we talked about like things not being impossible. Yes. And I can only imagine that working for someone like Sean Combs, that like nothing is impossible. Yeah. There's no such thing as no. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as you can't get it done. And you guys have to realize like Puff is an OG. Mm-hmm. So, in, you see people now on Instagram, they're on Jets, and they're all these places. Like, he really was the first to do it at a very young age. So, he's seen and gone through it all. So, you can't tell him something doesn't exist. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I did it. That does exist. Mm-hmm. I've got it done. Mm-hmm. And he was an assistant. He was the stylist right. to Jodeci and Mary J. He was a So, he himself was an assistant at one point. So, he had the mindset that you can just get it done so there was never coming to him saying like no i can't you would have to exhaust every possible resource everything that you could before you came to him and said like i can't get it done and he's such a sharp boss because if you did i probably did it once or twice and completely played myself like i can't get this done (laughs) and he would be like here's where you went wrong you should have did xyz one two three and i'd be like he's right so he always Ooh, had awesome. an answer, and he would push and encourage us. And we always wanted to impress him, you know. So we always want to be like, oh, he wants us to build a pyramid in the middle of Times Square? I'm going to do that tonight. You know, like we were excited <laughs> to get the impossible done I for him. It, and yeah. that's just the way he moved. He was a rock star, and he didn't take no for an answer. So that mindset 100% has you know, I've embodied that, and that's a big part of my business mm-hmm. now. Like, we get the impossible done for our clients every day. So how'd you take that leap? You said, I was, I'm getting old. I was, y'all, let I was me tell 7, you. 7,000 dog years in, y'all. 7,000. I, was th- I thought I was getting old to be an assistant. Okay, yeah. Because, yes. you know, like, so you work for someone like that, people usually get, like, a year or so in, and then, like, mm-hmm. jump on to do other things. I'm like, okay, I've been doing this a while. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do next? And I knew that I, at that point, I'm like, you don't work for someone like Puff and then just go on to do some arbitrary, like, corny desk job. Like, right. you just don't do that. Like, you have all the opportunities and resources at your fingertips. Like, you have mm-hmm. to, you know, capitalize off the opportunities and the network that you have. So at that time, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to do my own business. I didn't know if that was a concierge company for celebrities. I I didn't know. I just knew that I was good at my job and getting things done Mm. very quickly for high profile, high net worth people who had, you know, extreme demands. Mm -hmm. So I actually remember like, I resigned. I it took me like a month to resign. I was so afraid, like ugh, shaking in my boots. But the, he was like, "You can leave if you find me a replacement." So I never found a replacement. I actually like usually give your boss two weeks notice. I think I gave Puff like eight months notice because mm-hmm. it's just so much. It's almost like transitioning to president. What they're yeah. going through now, yeah. transition. <laughs> like you, you have to transition. Processes. It's a lot of information. Yeah. So I've said, I'm going to do my own company. I remember he saying, what are you going to do? I said, I don't have it figured out, but I will I will figure it out one day. Mm-hmm. And I worked and I took time off. And during that time, I was interviewing for jobs because I didn't really know if I was, you know, you kind of are like scared. Like, do I really want to yeah. mm-hmm. start my own business? So I had like one foot in and I would be interviewing for jobs. and They were all were whack. And no, they were whack. They were whack. Or people didn't. I was also offended a lot of times because people mm-hmm. didn't value my skill set or yeah. my job. Yeah. So to some people, it's like, oh, you're an assistant for an artist. You probably like go get coffee. So mm-hmm. it's like they, they had didn't. No idea. They had no idea. They were small minded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, people who did not look like us, but mm-hmm. they just thought it was like some like very frivolous job. So I found myself very frustrated like Mm -hmm. trying to prove to myself like I'm good I don't Mm -hmm. know what you're talking about I can do x y and z like the Memphis of me about to come out like what (laughs) I can do your job my job everybody's job like Kanye West like I can do whatever you don't know me so I found myself very frustrated and trying to prove myself to people like I can Mm -hmm. do this and then a lot of people was like can you come be my assistant other artists Mm -hmm. I'm like you don't go work for pup and then then go go work for yeah yeah you don't you don't do that so during that time, the phone just started ringing. It would be another celebrity like, oh, I'm stuck in I'm stuck in Mexico and I need to get to MTV tomorrow. So-and-so told me to call you because you can get wow. it done. 
Then it'll be like, oh, we want to do a red carpet party. Okay, when? Tomorrow. So-and-so told me you could get it done. Or I need 50 white Bentleys and 72 white doves down the street. <laughs> So-and-so told me to call you. Wow. And at that time, I would be doing the job and getting paid. And I was like, wait a minute. This is a, this is a job. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So that is really how the vanity group was birth like just by people just knowing what I did mm-hmm. and respecting me and knowing that I had a na- knowing that I had a name out there and at that time I was like okay playtime is over <laughs> this is happening uh-huh. and then I started getting my ducks in a row like meeting with attorneys meeting with other business owners yeah. meeting with accountants trying to figure out okay if this is a business like how do I put it together mm-hmm. so that's how wow. we got there. I love, I love it. it. I love it. I love it. I will tell you, so many amazing stories have been left out of this, but we cannot leave them out for our Oh, yes, let's girlfriends. do it. So, <laughs> inquiring minds want to know. Yes. A, I want to know the craziest thing you ever had to do for Puff. Okay. And then, mm. vanity group. What is something somebody called you for that you were just like, what? The craziest thing I had to do for Puff. I should know these stories off the top of my head. The crazy because things. they're not crazy to you anymore. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're, the and, it, and it was so <laughs> many. There are so the many. Group. Okay, the craziest thing for the Vanny Group. Most recently, I would say Justin Bieber's birthday in 24 hours. They called me on a Friday. Justin wants to have a birthday party. We didn't know what was going on. Five minutes later, a car was sent for me, and I was flown to LA and the next day we had this amazing bash in LA and he was like this is the best it was actually like his first real event that he has had so that was that was crazy what wow we didn't have this this was this year the day before the Oscars so we had everything against us. It was the Oscars. So every yes. event vendor was like, no, we're with Gwyneth Paltrow or we're yes. doing the Weinstein party or like everything that was against us was against us. We found a beautiful house. I think like J-Lo was moving into the house the next day. They were like, you cannot <laughs> tear this house up. I'm like, oh my God, this is a 22-year-old's party. This house is going to be a wreck. But the house yes. was left immaculate. Wow. Um, shout out to my team. We had an army there like ready to like clean and go. Yeah. So I would think most recently that was the craziest thing because we really had no it was in 24 hours and it was a full out red carpet event and then invites and all invitation red carpet step and repeat chefs the so chef crazy. from nobu uh liquor sponsor like everything that you would think a full event takes like months and yes. months we did it like in less than 24 hours i you know what i thought you were gonna tell me what? the story about the circus wasn't it trey songs oh the circus see it's so many <laughs> For Trey's 30th birthday, we actually built a circus like from wow. the ground up in the middle of the middle of Malibu. Elephants, giraffes, rod, hang glides, whatever it was, like a straight up a straight up oh circus. And how much time did you have to plan it? We had a little bit of time for that, but the gotcha gotcha was the night before everything that they didn't want. He's like, okay, now get the elephants back. I need the camels. I need this. But an event was like the next morning. So we need get the fire lady back. The lady with the snake. I'm like, the lady that I canceled, get the snake back. All right, cool. So yeah, this that was pretty rock star too. I love it. Yeah, that I was pretty cool. It. And the hardest thing with Mr. Combs, oof, there was so many. I definitely feel like one time we went to LA and he was like, can you find me a house tomorrow? We was like, Ugh. like it happened that quick. Like we went for him a to house rec- to buy a house to live in. It's like I'm, I'm not going back to New York. I'm just gonna stay. Like I want to get a house like tomorrow and I'm, at a certain standard. Yeah, Obviously, like a certain standard. Like, still gotta be fly and all of that. And so private and uh, all of that. I remember calling the CMO like Derek. Uh, we need. He's like what? Like, but Derek's <laughs> actually like the first bad boy employee, so he already knew what time it was. But yeah, I definitely feel like we landed. He's like, I want a house. We're like, okay, cool. When tomorrow, he was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you can see from that, and you know, like it's just not. I'm not getting any old house. Like it needs yeah. to be a house. It needs to be an experience. Yeah. We need to get the CMO involved, like the insurance broker. Like there's so many things that security. like security that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. So all of that. So I really just got really good at just getting things done. What? I think. 
Oh, go ahead. I'm just going to say, like, what did you learn? Like, if you, like, you see everyone else out in the world, you see everyone, you know, who look at social media and, and, and want to be fabulous, like, and people who are in the world who just, they're struggling. Mm-hmm. So, like, what is it that you think, having that type of access to mm-hmm. these kind of people, like, what's the one thing you wish everyone knew? I wish everyone knew that it was a business at the Mm -hmm. end of the day Mm -hmm. and that we're not here to be friends with people or get too familiar or like kiki with them like at the end of the day like this is a service that we are providing and you still Mm -hmm. need to be like professional and Mm -hmm. buttoned up you need to be like culturally aware of the environment Mm -hmm. the industry you're in but at the end of the day you're there to work and I think a lot of young people especially on social media they see people who are like hanging with artists or celebrities and they think that they're there to hang out. It's like, no, you're there to work, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's like, there are so many days where I've been around the world a few times, beautiful jets, beautiful yachts, all, you know, the best of the best. And people like, you have photos. I'm like, I was so busy working. Mm-hmm. I didn't have time for a photo anything. or, you know, like you just don't have time because you're there to work. And I think that's the biggest misconception where people think about working with celebrities that everybody is there like, hanging out and some people are there hanging out but they're not the ones who are working at the end of the day I don't think those are the people that are gonna last in the business mm-hmm. any other like lessons that that being around super successful people who are able to motivate a team or even able to motivate someone like you to get it done like anything that you took from them that you feel like this lesson right here is gonna help me build my company a hundred percent I now speak to working at Bad Boy. Mr. Combs has the tenacity of a giant. Like, it's funny, like, oh, I can't stop, won't stop. But he really does not stop. And I think you have to see it with your own two eyes modeled in front of you Mm -hmm. for you to really get it. There's so many times now in my business where, you know, like, I want to give up. I'm like, oh, my God, this is crazy. I can't believe I'm doing this. But it's like I've seen the best of the best modeled in front of me. So like the level of tenacity was like the biggest gem, I think, from working with someone like Mr. Combs. It's like, you know, very humble begin beginnings. And you see them like, okay, if they can do it and they are working all night and he has five main jobs and mm-hmm. if he can stay up all night and work and get things done and they're still pristine and beautiful and like to the higher standards, like why can't I, you know? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people fail or they give up just because they haven't seen it, mm-hmm. you know, before. Yeah. But it's like I've seen it with my own two eyes. My father was a very successful entrepreneur, been in Black Enterprise Magazine and all that. And then to work with someone like Puff, it's like I've seen it with my own two eyes. I would be doing myself a disservice and I feel like my whole career and time working there specifically would be in vain if I just didn't, you know, get something from it. I think you it would be very remiss if you had the opportunity to work with an icon or somebody like that and you just like took it for granted. Like yeah. you have to take something from it. So I definitely have like inherited I think like some of his traits which I think are like mm-hmm. I wouldn't trade it for yeah. the world. Like people would die to like work there for like mm-hmm. even five minutes. And so like to see someone like up all night like Mm -hmm. it was it was a thing with the assistants we would hate to fly private with puff because we didn't want him to see us sleeping it's Mm. like you got time to sleep yeah you know Uh, how much work we gotta get done uh, and y'all got we was like please you know how crazy that please fly me commercial (laughs) i don't want to be on a private jet you know like because it's like you got time to relax i got five thousand businesses Uh, y'all got time to relax like we never we always wanted him to see us like on guard and ready and it, could you imagine being on a flight and like sleeping and your boss there like you got time to sleep like I was like please put me on the last commercial flight in the back so yep. I definitely took from him and just working with people like him just like you gotta have tenacity if yeah. you want to make it in this business what about you like what type of woman needs to show up every day to be able to do what you do in your world. What are some of the characteristics? Because let me just tell you, girlfriends, when Carlene walked in, all you could feel was just this confident assurance. <laughs> yes. Like, this woman knows who she is. She yes. knows her space. She knows what she's doing. Yes. She has no questions. <laughs> There's no question about Carlene. There's only assurance about Carlene, which we all need to have yes. that. 
And Absolutely. I have so much respect for it. Thank and you. I think so many women need to know you own it. Like top to bottom, you. you own it. You own yes. it. You Thank do. You. you own it. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> so what type of woman needs to show up every day and, and kick, you know, kick butt like you do? You have to be confident. Uh-huh. You can, I cannot be around people who are meek. Like, people who are meek, like, drive me, like, insane. Like, mm -hmm. you have to be confident and you have to be sure of yourself. Like, mm -hmm. stand up straight, put your shoulders back. Like, be, a, be about business, you know? Like, so definitely, like, confidence in people who are sure of themselves. I think it's the, you're the biggest thing. There's so many times you can get, like, shaken or, you mm -hmm. know, like, I just, and it drives me insane. And if anything, somebody, you have to think in your head to, like, you are a rock star too. Like you're just mm -hmm. as popping. You're just as hot. Like it's all about like the confidence that you have like in yourself. Like I'm not looking for someone that's like the mirror of me, but I'm looking for someone that we are complimentary and we like mm -hmm. share the same energy. I love people who have a great spirit, people who mm -hmm. have big spirits. I can taste or feel bad energy. Like mm -hmm. I'm mile away. You can have the best credentials in the world, but if your energy feels very like weird, it's like I'm completely off of mm -hmm. it. Um, but yeah, you have to be confident. Mm -hmm. You have to, you have to be sure of yourself. You have to have a plan. Um, the girls who work for me, like I always like give them tasks and I always ask them like, what's your plan? Yes. I always want to know, like, Her so strategy. what's what's your yes. what's your plan? Yes. What's your strategy? Like, question. you know, we're a small company, so a lot of times you may be, be the assistant, but you're getting like a yeah. big task to do. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, what's your plan? If you feeling mad, hesitant, or nervous, I'm like, yo, go back to the drawing board <laughs> and let me know like what your what your plan is. And I think yeah. that's a big thing for yeah. a boss to like relinquish certain things yeah. to like yeah. the people that they work with and it's like this is your time to like it's your show time. and yep. show and prove so yeah. yeah definitely i'm all about like having like a plan and a strategy yeah mm -hmm. for everything i love it for everything how important are your great girlfriends to you being able to be and exist as carlene my great girlfriends, um, they know I'm crazy. Um, I'm on so many like group chats with my girlfriends and my line sisters, and they always know that I've like been this way and it's crazy. And I love them because they they appreciate me the way I am. Like they don't try yes. to change me. Like mm -hmm. they know like if Carlene involved, she about to make it a movie. We about uh -huh. to be jumping out of helicopters. <laughs> like and they are with it. So uh -huh. like it's a good balance. I have some very amazing girlfriends who are doctors and attorneys mm -hmm. and they work at NIH they about to cure cancer like I got some fly amazing girlfriends who are about substance and have like mm -hmm. great credentials so they definitely are my my village mm -hmm. um I have close girlfriends here um Kalana Barfield she's a editor at InStyle. She's my great girlfriend. We strategize together all the yeah. time. Like, okay, this is our next move. Mm. We about to do this. So it's great to have people in your life who are like-minded. Yeah. Like you. Yes. And yes. share your vision. And yeah. they get it. And we may be in different industries, but, but that's yes. not to say that we can't help push each other or help each other like strategize or yeah. how do you feel about this look? Do you think it's like whack or would you, yes, we're doing that. So, you know, or help you figure things out when mm -hmm. you are in a jam. So though I don't have like a lot of friends, I have the right friends around me. Mm -hmm. And I yes. think that that is what matters. I'm Absolutely. very, um, protective of my time mm -hmm. and my space. Yes. Sometimes people just want to you be your friend. Be. Yes. yes. We all should be girlfriends. Yes. Like. Sometimes people just want your energy. Me yes. and my girlfriends, we call them body snatchers. Like, oh, I love you just want to be a you just yes. want to be part of the so of the movement or the yes. and it's like it's yes. not feeling genuine. It's yes. like I don't need those people around me and yes. I don't need people around me that I have to second guess. As my Girl, business so has nice. started to like take off somewhat mm -hmm. I've definitely have dropped friends from my life that have to second guess their intentions yeah. or mm -hmm. why they are in my life so to yeah. any young person listening like you're not always going to have the same people with you in your Absolutely. life and that is okay like yes. some people are in your yeah. life for a reason yep. and a season and you get what you can from that relationship and you move on to a different season and like don't mm -hmm. beat yourself up about yeah. relationships sometimes that don't last because they weren't meant to last. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Oh, I know. I told you. <laughs> I love it. It's so, girl, so you're welcome anytime. Good. You have that soothing spirit. It's so yes. cool. It's just 
good girlfriend time. We love it. I love it. What I else do you want to share with our girlfriends? I'm enjoying you, Carly. What do we want to share? What do we want to talk Anything about? Want them to... Let me ask you about dating. Okay. And, and living this this um, speed oh. life. Okay. How do you balance your desire to want to date and build a career at the same time? I saw this. It's so funny. There's this old clip. Uh, I'm single, by the way. There's this old clip of Etta. Is it Etta James? Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. And they're asking her about compromise. Have y'all seen it? No. And she's like, compromise? And she like busts out laughing. And she's like, why do I have to like compromise like who I am to like be with a man? I'm like, that is the illest thing I ever heard. Because when I speak to older women like in my family and they mm-hmm. see what I'm doing, I'm like, oh, you're moving around and you're fabulous. Carl, you're going to have to compromise, girl. If you oh, want a man, no. it's like, why? Kanye West in my mind again. Like, why do <laughs> I have to compromise right, right, like right. who yes. I am like right. to be with like a man? I would hope that God delivers a man in my life who is complimentary of yes. of me and I don't have to shrink who I am. And accepts all this fabulous. Yeah, like yes. he should be like, yo, this is... I should be his Beyonce, yes. like, yo, this is the best thing yes. that ever happened to me. And I don't think that you should have to shrink who you are, like, as a woman to, like, make a man feel okay. If I have to shrink oh who God. I am, I yes. don't want to be with that sucker dude. No, no way. Yes. Like, I'm not into that. Um, yes. I think dating in New York is tough because I think it's so many brilliant people. Mm. Everybody's beautiful, but everybody's on top of everything. So I don't have a problem balancing work and personal life because I am the boss. That's the mm-hmm. best thing about when you work for yourself. Yeah, when I yeah. want to do something, I do it. When yeah. I don't, I don't. If I want to yeah. take off the day and go get my nails done, I can do that. So it's not that. It really is just meeting people that like share my same energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which we hear a lot of. Yeah. From a lot of girlfriends that have the, have that same scenario where they, they have um, such high esteem, which, which they can measure up to. Yeah. But they don't have the, they don't meet guys of a, of a similar caliber. Mm-hmm. So they find themselves like, well, I'd rather just really rock my life. Yeah. <laughs> then have to like, you know, compromise yeah. it myself, which you shouldn't do. Yeah. But I'm just curious. I don't know. Maybe I have it wrong. Y'all tell me. Can y'all chime in? Let me know. But I just don't think that you should have <laughs> to. Like, no, call in yeah. Like, can you call in 1 800? It's great girlfriend. Great girlfriend. So yeah, I don't think that you should have to compromise. Who yeah, you are? On the hotline. On the hotline. So yeah, I don't think you should compromise, but um, I'm always I, I think dating is great. Um, you have to kiss a lot of frogs, mm-hmm. as they say, and that's cool. And another thing, girls, if you're dating someone and if you're dating someone and it doesn't work out, guess what? That's why you date them. That's to why. Figure out, to figure out if you work oh. and you and if it's not, and if it don't work, then you move look, on. It's not a wedding. And just yeah, it's not a wedding. It's a, da- a date is not a wedding. <laughs> it's not a wedding. Okay. It's not so a wedding. So now I'm getting all frustrated yeah. because I have been around so many women who are treating, I'm like, you should go out with him. And they're like, no, he's not this. And da, da, da. I was like, first of all, you don't even know him. You don't even know him. Hey, that's for one. Yeah. And for two, you're not going to get married. I didn't tell you to go ring shopping yeah, with this man. It's a date. I said, go to dinner. Yeah, it's a date. That's it. A I'm date. All the way down the aisle. Yeah, you have to date yeah. to figure out if you're compatible with somebody. And I yeah. take that same concept. In work, too, I learned this from Susan Posen, Zach Posen's mother, the designer. You have to date your employees. Mm-hmm. And when you marry them so is good. when you hire them. Like, go out to dinner with someone. Mm-hmm. She says she never hires anyone unless she's gone to dinner with them first. Like, date. Try them out. Do you guys, like, do a trial. Figure out if he works for you. Like, you don't have to jump into things, like, mm-hmm. so quickly. Um, I always heard to be... Um, slow to hire, quick to fire. Yeah. So take your time, like getting to know people in your life, and I adopt that in my business life too. I love I it. it. Thank you. Ah, she's such a gem. I, I love right. it. Brandis, you were right. I love this. I want to be a great girlfriend all the time. Uh, you are. Okay. Whenever you're around, <laughs> see us, girl. 
Because you might be uh, grabbing monkeys from Brazil in the morning. I may so. be. <laughs> I may be. I'm looking at my text now like, what is happening now? Uh-oh. Who's dying now? Okay, so um, where, how can our great girlfriends keep up with you? If they just want to experience a day in the life on social, where can they okay, find you? Okay, they can find me at Vanity Group NYC on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's Vanity Group NYC. Or if you type in my name, Carlene, K-A-R-L-E-E-N, my name should pop up. Um, I have a website, thevanitygroup.com. We're on Twitter. Um, but on Instagram, I really much just chronicle, like, what I'm doing. I don't show, like, every move that I make, but I like to just show people, like, a glimpse of, like, what we're doing. So it's pretty fun. I love Instagram. Yeah. It's so fun. Are you on Snapchat? I am. What's your, what's Are you obsessed? Or? I'm obsessed. Actually, okay. Riff Ross set me up on Snapchat. He's like, this is the way. If you need to get on, I'm like, I don't know. I'm secretly like an 80-year-old like black woman Like when it comes to like technology. Like, I don't know how to use my phone. Like, my little cousin like hooked me up on Instagram. So I, I was afraid it. to try it. But you know what? You have to keep up with the wave. Like yeah. It's like, get on board or... Get left. Yeah. One of my business mentors told me you can't run a blockbuster business in a Netflix world. You cannot. Oh, that is yes. so good. So oh you have gosh. to keep up with the time. So mm-hmm. shout out to Rick Ross for setting me up on um, Snapchat. He actually took my Snapchat picture uh-huh. for me. Like, we got to get this right. <laughs> I love um, it. So, yeah, I love Snapchat. My Snapchat name is Carlene Roy. So you get to see me when I go home to Memphis when my mom doesn't care how fly I think I am. She got me cleaning the kitchen. <laughs> All the things I don't want to do, like laying on the couch. Um, you get to see behind the scenes of work, what I I'm doing, it. all the hiccups along the way, which is always fun. So, yeah. This I feels like a reality me. show. It really Everyone does. says that. It, it really does. does. Everyone Maybe says that. Maybe it's coming. It Any producers like out there listening, show. get at me. Info at thevanitygroup.com. Right. <laughs> right. Well, this is where we, like, close out, Carly, so you can do this with us, but, um... We thank our husbands. Kwaku, I oh, love you. Yes. Cool. And Rich, I love you so much, babe. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> and we thank our kids. So my Sam and Dylan, I love you guys. And little Miss Sky. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then we thank our whole family. And yes, girl. We oh thank God. the nieces, the nephews, the oh, wow. <laughs> Anybody listening from Memphis? I mean, this is so cool. I don't know who to shout out. You gonna get in trouble? Yeah, everybody in Memphis, anybody from Howard, anybody that's a, AKA anybody from Harlem, anybody just, I, this is amazing. Yay! Yes, I love this. And thank you, girlfriends, for trusting us as your go-to source for everything life, love, and laughter. Make sure you listen every week on iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, Podcast Republic, Podcast Bean, and every other podcast and service that's out there. And um, you can check us out on social. You can check our Instagram, which is... The Great Girlfriends. Our Twitter. The underscore Great GFS. Facebook. The Great Girlfriends. And if you're not already, please make sure that you're in our Facebook group. We're at 13,000, I think, 500 now. And our goal is 15,000. So Great Girlfriends, make sure you're inviting your friends to the Facebook group. Wow, I'm on the Facebook group. Yay! Yay. So make sure you post your questions each week. You share with your friends. Keep listening and keep being a great girlfriend. What? I have a shout out. I want to shout out to my line sister, Nasenga. She's actually the one who first told me about great girlfriends. And she said, I love this podcast. You actually should be on it. So hindsight, I'm here. Thank you, Nasenga, for letting me know about this amazing movement. Yay! Hey, Nasenga! I think she lives in, like, Israel or someplace now. Like, she doesn't even live, like, in the United States anymore. Oh, wow! Yeah. Shout out, Nasenga. Y'all are international. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Sybil. And I'm Brandis. And I'm Carlene. And we're signing off. Bye, great girlfriends. We love you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, any where with daily bonuses that should brighten your day low actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.